Tell Us How to Make It Better is partnering with The Readiness Lab, the home for podcasts, webinars, and training in the field of emergency and disaster services. I think our overall goal is just motiv- uh, education. We don't want to, I don't think everyone in the group even like aligns with being a formalized like activist. I think there is like a separation between the educator and the activist and you can be a little bit of both. I'm George Siegel, and this is the Tell Us How to Make It Better podcast. Every week, we introduce you to people who are working on real-world problems and providing actual solutions. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me on today's Tell Us How to Make It Better podcast. At the end of the episode, if you enjoyed what you were listening to, it would be great if you would like the episode and share it with other people so they can hear it as well. And also, if you have any suggestions for guests or if you have any comments about the show, I'd sure value hearing those from you as well. Now, there's a lot of ways that you can educate people about the environment and about climate change. What I love about today's guest is she's part of a group that's using social media to empower younger generations to learn about it, and even more important, to do something about it. My guest today is Sabrina Paré. Sabrina makes educational environmental content on TikTok and Instagram under the account Sabrina Sustainable Life. And on this account, she shares tips on how to live a more eco-friendly lifestyle through low-waste living and climate activism. Sabrina, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Now, I love what you guys are doing. Uh, EcoTalk Talk is your uh, TikTok site. And the the traffic you get on on there and the videos, I don't know, my audience might be a little older, but people that um, look at TikTok see a lot of stuff on there that you go, ah. What's that? And then I come across your stuff and you're actually sharing information. Um, So my first question is always uh, to guess, what is the problem or thing that you recognize and that you're working on? So describe for people what it is you recognize as a problem and what you're doing to try to make it better. Yeah, I think overall, um, me and some other environmentalists on TikTok, we really wanted to use TikTok as a platform for good and education. And I think, you know, the general person doesn't have a lot of knowledge about sustainability, climate change. So our overall goal um, was to solve for that and create um, digestible content that, you know, the average person could understand to get more involved in the climate movement and changes they can make in their own lives and how they could push for change as well. Yeah. And when people go see these videos, so people are scrolling through. And you'll see everything from um, before you get to eco talk talk. Mm-hmm. It's like the other videos on TikTok. I'm sure we've all seen them where, you know, they can be anything from people doing stupid things, people getting injured, people practically wearing no clothes. And then you come across your guys videos and you're giving real information that people can digest and do something with. What's the challenge competing in that space to, to get people's attention? Uh, I think um it can be hard on TikTok because a lot of things that are do go viral are like sensationalized or um, like clickbait kind of videos, which we like to just be factual and, um, you know, not scare people. A lot of things can be scary in this space, but we do our best to just um, provide the facts and then what a tangible like action people can do to help, whether that's like, you know, calling or emailing their state representatives or whatever, whatever the issue is. Um, 
is kind of TikTok can be very unpredictable on like what does well and what doesn't. So we kind of just play like personally, I play around with a bunch of different things and sometimes things take off really well that I shock me. And then some things don't always take off that I thought would do better. Um, so I just put out there what I'm interested in and what I think is important. And, um, you know, even if a smaller amount of people see it, it's still reaching people no matter what. So that's always the most important thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm shocked as a production guy, filmmaker, I'm shocked by TikTok on a regular basis on what works and what doesn't work and what goes viral and what doesn't. I just put a video up there that I thought was really good. I was going, wow, this is really good. And five people have seen it. Yeah. And, you know, it makes me want to pull my hair out. But you've had a couple of this uh, beeswax wraps. 1.7 million people saw that. Did you have any idea that many people would view that? I mean, it's a great little project on there. No, I had no idea. Um, yeah, it's always, I feel like the videos, I put the least effort that will do the best. It's kind of frustrating sometimes. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of times, like my sustainable product kind of swaps do well. And it's because it's something like new people might have not seen. And a big thing I've noticed too on TikTok is like, the thing that helps your videos do the best is the watch time. Um, and if people, if there's some type of controversy and people keep like coming back to the comments, whether they're like arguing or doing something, that's what really like pushes the video forward. It's, it's an interest. So sometimes things turn out to be controversial that I didn't even intend for it to be. And that will make the video go viral, which is interesting. Yeah, I was trying to get my son, who's 15, to explain it to me last night. You know, how do you get this <laughs> out of your feed? How do you get this in there? How do you get it? What, what hashtags do you have to use? And it was interesting to get a 15-year-old's perspective on that because he's probably looking at, at, at much different videos than I might be interested in. Now, <laughs> yeah. the uh, Girls' Voices for Climate, 6.5 million people saw that. What, what was that about? Um, so that was actually, um, I worked with, a organization and it was to get people to, I believe they were giving away a scholarship. So TikTok's a little bit tricky because some of the numbers are definitely inflated because brands, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but can like push on the back end to make the video do better. Like they'll use it as an ad. So sponsored. So it will like you probably see when you're scrolling, you'll see like a sponsored video. It's because it got like pushed to you. So at, so companies are now putting money into TikTok. So they'll have like an influencer person make a video and then pay them ad usage so they can push the video. So mm -hmm. some of mine organically just do well. And then some of them are like brands or companies pushing the video to be sponsored. Now on the team of people that make videos, I saw there's 17 people on there that do this. Do they all just have a regular amount of times they have to post? How do you determine what is going to be content worthy, worthy for uh, EcoTalk? Yeah. So for EcoTalk, there is 17 creators. Um, it's pretty flexible, honestly, like how often people want to post because for the most part, um, a lot of us are like in school or have other jobs. We all have our own accounts. So we're all pretty busy. We ask everyone to do it once a month. So 
it used to be more, but it was just really hard to get people to commit to that. Um, but it's, it's kind of just, it's very like, uh, laid back. If someone just has an idea, they'll pretty much make the video, send it to the group. And we kind of just like, make sure it seems accurate that it's like in a line with our tone and vision that we're looking for. And usually nine times out of time, we're like, yep, it looks good. Like go ahead and post it. So it's very casual. Is it majority wins or does it have to be unanimous? Um, you know, there's not really been a situation where we not really approved it. It's always been pretty like, yeah, it looks good. Um, so sometimes people will have recommendations on like things to add or change, but we've never really told someone like, no, you can't post that for the most part. It's been pretty everyone in the group we all are really good friends and I feel like we're all on the same like page and message so we all have like very similar visions and there really hasn't been any issues with like the type of content people post now how do you compare Instagram to TikTok I know the numbers aren't as I guess inflated or as big how does that work for you versus TikTok yeah um Instagram, it definitely is more of a slower process to gain an audience. Um, they did release like their Instagram reels, which I've had some do well. Um, and same with EcoTalk. And it has been a nice tool to help get new followers because for a while I was just like very stagnant. But I would say I think TikTok's algorithm is much better in figuring out like the type of content you like and who you are as a person and what will interest you or Instagram. I don't spend a lot of time on Instagram reels because people seem to just like recycle their content, but it, Instagram, it seems very like generic. The videos get, I get on my reels. Like they're not like anything I particularly like align as much as TikTok, you mm-hmm. know, I feel like TikTok's algorithm and um, technology is like, very different compared to other platforms. And I think that's why they're doing so well. Um, I like always tell people, I feel like the app knows you better than you know yourself sometimes. (laughs) That's a little scary. Yeah, it is a little scary. So, um, but overall, like, I like feel like too, I didn't really have a community before I started TikTok. Like I met all my other environmentalist friends through TikTok and it's been like a great place for community for me. Um, so I, I've overall like really enjoyed it. It's definitely not perfect. There's a lot of issues with the app and um, things that go on that people are quite unhappy about. But overall, like I've enjoyed it so far. That's terrific. Now, uh, what I what I one of the things I like about what you're doing as you know as a parent, I see my kids complain about a lot of things but all they do is complain about it. They don't necessarily take that next step and go, okay, well, how can I fix this problem or how can I work on it? You've aligned yourself with a group of like-minded people where you're doing that. You're not, and that's the whole reason I started my podcast to go from complaining to action. So tell me how you guys have that line of thinking that that has to be a challenge because a lot of people like to complain, but they don't always want to fix problems. Yeah, I think um, I'm, you know, part of the millennial, uh, age group, but a lot of them are Gen Z in our group. And I think, 
Um, you'll hear people kind of say like, oh, Gen Z is going to be the one to like make the changes or, um, like save everybody. And I think there is just like some pressure there sometimes, but, um, I think just overall being like very passionate about it and wanting to make a difference, um, is our overall motivation. Um, yeah, we're just, we're just really inspired to like teach people and especially because TikTok is a large percentage of Gen Z young people. It's a really good way to reach them. I don't even know how else really we would do it. So I think that's overall the motivation because a lot of the things, you know, aren't really taught in school. Like I don't really remember learning much about like the climate crisis, um, how to be more sustainable. So I think it's a great entryway into like the next generation for sure. Yeah, it seems like a lot of um, stories that make the news when it comes to environment are angry environmentalists <laughs> that you might see at a protest or they're screaming at you, you're destroying the planet. Mm-hmm. But your guys approach doesn't seem to be that in your face. It's more of, okay, here's a solution. Here's a solution. These videos aren't, I didn't feel like they're yelling at me, yeah. which I think is a very interesting approach. Yeah, I think our overall goal is just motiv- uh, education. We don't want to... I don't think everyone in the group even like aligns with being a formalized like activist. I think there is like a separation between the educator and the activist and you can be a little bit of both. Um, And I think too, like we don't, I think as a whole, we don't really like to blame individuals on um, what's happening with climate change and the climate crisis. Climate crisis, I think overall, like, we more direct some of our, um, you know, we want to see actions from like corporations, the government. Um, but yeah, I think we like to stray away from to like attacking, you know, people um, and more like to just focus on like, you know, here's what we can do kind of thing. Yeah, I think people take the message better. When I have some Hollywood elitist yelling at me, that I'm destroying the environment and then they get on their yacht or their corporate jet and fly off to the next place. It makes me want to scream. Whereas mm-hmm. you guys, a bunch of young people who aren't necessarily millionaires running around the world are giving real advice that people can grab onto. I have to think that's uh, pretty effective. Yeah. Yeah. It is really cool to think, you know, I feel like TikTok is great for planting seeds in people. Obviously videos are like 30 seconds. You can't teach everything but it's a great way to get people to start thinking about things at least and maybe inspiring them to learn a little bit on their own and um a lot of people even in my life like who I knew before I became environmentalist will like message me questions and so I know they're seeing my stuff and I'm at least sparking something in them to like care a little bit or um learn a little bit more so I think I think it's really cool when did you develop this interest in the environment? I mean, when did this, you, you didn't study that in school. So what, what, uh, what brought that out in you? Um, so I think I first became like vegetarian, uh, five or six years ago now. And for a while that was like mostly what I did. I, I more did it for like, um, like ethical reasons, but I did know the like environmental impacts of animal agriculture. 
And then what kind of sparked it, I think was once COVID um, happened and I was at home, I think I just, I honestly cannot really remember. I might've saw something on like YouTube or TikTok about like lower waist living and like, um, like boredom. I think I was like, Oh, I kind of want to like learn about this and reduce, um, my waist. And that's kind of where it started. And I kind of felt into this a little bit on accident. I just like was kind of bored. And I started like making videos about like, Oh, like these are toothpaste tabs. And like, this is something I do to reduce my waist. And the videos kept like doing really well. And I was like, oh, people must like, like this. I'll just keep like making videos and talking about it. So when I was like making my videos originally, even still now, I definitely don't claim to be like an expert. I think I'm still like learning in the space too. And kind of had like the people following me, like learning along with me. So, um, it kind of happened on accident that I fell into this niche, but I overall like really like it. And um, have learned so much and it's great to also have the connections that I do with other people, um, on TikTok environmentalists who like are actually experts. So I can always like ask them questions. Um, and they always teach me so much as well. Sure. And I think one of the beauties of those types of videos is they don't look slickly produced. It's not a professional production. It's a real production. Mm -hmm. I think that helps. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people really like TikTok for its like um, authenticity. And I think that's kind of why it's doing a little bit better than Instagram, because I think people were just sick of the like perfectly curated like content and like pressure to like always be aesthetic. Where I think TikTok, like, you know, you'll just see a video of someone like sitting down very casually drinking coffee and like talking and it'll like blow up because I think people like that. Um, I personally like it too. So um, I think that's why it does really well. Yeah. I mean, I've tried for years for that viral video gold and uh, you know, it's very hard to do that. And I like to think I'm, I'm somewhat competent at, at, at what I do. And then I see some kid lip syncing a song, some overweight kid with acne lip syncing. And the next day he's on the today show being interviewed yeah. about his video. That just makes me want to pull my hair out. But it's also, I guess, the the beauty of it, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. It is very interesting. I never really expected it. Um, it yeah, it was it's very, like I said, unpredictable sometimes. Yeah, but hey, that's but you're making the most out of it, which is fantastic. What's the biggest obstacles you obstacles you guys are facing with this? What's your biggest thing you've run into? Hmm. I think for just in general, environmentalists and content creators, it can be very draining and high burnout. Like I would say, I've noticed like a lot of people who were like really big on the app just like disappear. And I would say most of our group is still pretty active, but um, a lot of people don't talk about too much, like how mental health is impacted by like when a video goes viral, like no matter what, you're going to get negative comments, um, hate comments. So I think, especially to being in the mental or uh, environmental space, it even adds like another layer of burnout because there is constant bad news. And like, um, also a lot of people like disagreeing 
on topics and it can just be like draining. Um, well, there's no question. And you know, the fact that people like to see people succeed and then they like to see them fail. Mm-hmm. We like to, and, and people can be mean, you know, if they don't yeah. like an outfit you're wearing, if they don't like your hair, um, mm-hmm. having been in television for a number of years, people, it was before social media for most of it, but people are cruel and they, they yeah. don't have a filter and that's, it's empowered people to give your, them their opinion. So you really have to have a thick skin. Totally. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's one of the biggest challenges I, I would think for anybody that does anything on social media. Now, it, what advice would you give to somebody who has an idea that they want to get out there because you guys clearly have taken something that was a great idea and you've, and you've seemed to have done a lot with it. What advice would you have for somebody who thinks they have something they want to do? Yeah. I mean, I think I know it can be like scary to, uh, go on, post a video on TikTok, but I will say there's like a niche for everyone and a market for everybody. So if you're passionate or interested in something, there's probably other people out there as well. Um, and I do think like TikTok is a great way to reach more people and also like find your community. So I would say just go for it. Um, and you know, it's not always, I would say like, you know, keep consistent too. like every video isn't going to do well. And, um, just playing around with what works and what doesn't, um, but yeah, I think if you have an idea and want to share it, um, getting it out on social media is such a great way to, to reach people. And what's the, what's the best way? Give us a little tip here. The best way to know of, of hashtags, because those are tough. How do you determine um, what you're tagging a video with? Um, I always try to tag like what the video is about or like the niche. So I always do like hash. We have like our own hashtag for EcoTalk which is kind of cool. Like if you look up hashtag eco talk, we started it and it has like millions of views. So I'll usually do that one. Um, and then like, if it's about, if I'm talking about like, you know, composting, I'll put hashtag composting. Um, the hashtags just really help TikTok like figure out who to push your video out to. So you don't want to be too like generic. Like you'll see people put like hashtag for you page. Like that doesn't really help you if you're trying to like find people that are interested in like your niche. Um, so just being like more specific. Um, and I think like the general advice is to use like no more than five, like three to five. Um, so that's typically what I do, but I think some of the like other tips with TikTok is I, I feel like, like I said, the watch time is really helpful. So I think shorter can be better sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, you'll definitely, it's hard, but kind of want something that will keep people like in your comments engaging. Um, Sometimes it happens on accident. So it can be kind of tricky. Um, Yeah, that's like what I've learned is just, uh, I think too, what's important is having like an opening hook because most people, it takes like one to three seconds for them to decide if they're going to keep watching. And so I think if having like an interesting opening opener is helpful as well. So getting them hooked in like the first three seconds. That's, that's excellent advice. Now, what would you consider 
you've already had success with it, but what's the ultimate goal with EcoTalk? Are you just kind of taking it as it goes? Or do you have a master plan? What do you, what do you see here? Yeah, I think we've definitely been taking it as it goes. I think, um, you know, long-term, we definitely have some goals. Um, but overall, just like keep sharing our message, um, getting more out there. We have some exciting things coming up, working um, with like more universities, doing workshops and some more hands-on like um, panels and speaking events. Um just really putting ourselves out there and keeping it open to opportunities. Um, but I think everyone within the group probably has like a little bit of their own goals since we're all in like a little bit of different fields. Um, for me, I really enjoy like seeing the other creators thrive and like get to um, pursue their dreams. So I kind of like play like the mom manager role sometimes, which I do enjoy because I love creating content, but it's not, I don't know if it's going to be my forever. Like I kind of like managing others and helping them accomplish their goals. Um, so that's kind of my personal goal, but yeah, it's, it's really hard because I never knew I would fall into the space in the first place. So I'm like, I just kind of take it day by day. And, um, kind of just keeps continuing to grow in new opportunities. Keep I think up. what so you need really to do great. is mentor old people, older people <laughs> and teach them how to have your success on TikTok Cause it's, uh, it's very challenging. So how do people yeah. find you and see your stuff? If they're not familiar, I'm going to put it in the show notes, but yeah, uh, the two best ways. Yeah. My personal account is, um, Sabrina period, sustainable period life. Um, on TikTok and Instagram, and then Eco Talk um, on TikTok is Eco and then underscore Talk, um, and those are the best ways to find us. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, like I say, I, I, I love what you guys are doing. I'm now a fan and try to watch your videos as much as possible, and I, I wish you a, a nothing but continued success with this. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining me on today's Tell Us How to Make a Better podcast. Once again, please share this episode with other people, leave a review, and if you have any suggestions for guests for future episodes, there's a, a link on our website, tellushowtomakeitbetter.com, and you can fill that out and let me know your thoughts about the episode and some potential guests for future episodes. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time. It's time for emergency preparedness to go mainstream. Smart, innovative, practical solutions that match your needs. Instinct Ready educates, prepares, and equips the everyday person for disaster. With promo code MAKEITBETTER, you can access comprehensive preparedness courses and premium go-bags. Visit instinctready.com with promo code MAKEITBETTER today. Preparedness starts at home.